His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You could be winning a trip to Waco, Texas to experience the Merry and Bright Magnolia Christmas Experience. Text the word Waco to 800-447-7234. You'd be where the silos are, man, at Magnolia Market and Garden. Have a shopping spree there, the Magnolia table. You're going to eat there. The ground transportation, you're going to fly. It's going to be so cool. And I think what will be even cooler is if you see the church service that happens on the lawn of the Magnolia Market and Garden. Now, now I'll tell you what that's all about. There's this church that's in Waco, and it's called Waco's Church Under the Bridge. It's literally a church that has a service under the bridge. They serve the homeless under the bridge of the center state. It's I-385. Now, they're getting ready to do this improvement project right now. And so this church under the bridge for the homeless in Waco is going to be displaced. They won't be able to hold services there whatsoever. But I'll tell you, the pastor's pretty cool because he's done this for 26 years. Bring encouragement, is bring hope, is bring a reminder that God never gives up on us. And he knows that personally now because Chip and Joanna Gaines, they've offered Waco's church under the bridge, the front lawn of the Magnolia Market in the silos. So that while they're doing all the construction on that bridge of I-385 in Waco, that these folks will have a place to do their church service still. And I think that's pretty awesome. From under the shadow of the bridge to under the shadow of the silos. Yeah. Pretty cool. And a pretty cool place to do. So I was thinking, man, if you were there and you won the Marion Bright Magnolia Christmas Experience, you might see that church service mm-hmm. going on Neat. on that Sunday morning. Man, I can't wait till you send me. Are we sending you? Hello? You didn't get the memo? No, I didn't uh, get that memo. Well, let me memo. send that out again. Yeah. <laughs> Must but, have gone to my junk box. <laughs> oh, okay. You could be going. So just text the word Waco to 800-447-7234, and you'll see how you can get signed up to win because you'll be a part of share that starts on November the 5th. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So Nancy is hearing about, just like you, the Merry and Bright Christmas Experience, Magnolia Christmas Experience that his radio is giving away, possibly to you. Hey, text the word just like Nancy has done. 800-447-7234, the word Waco. And, and Nancy, what were, you, what were your thoughts about this? Um, I've always wanted to go down there and go to the Magnolia and visit down in Texas. If you won, what do you think you'd do? Take my dad with me. Oh, why your dad? We lost my mother over Christmas last year, so we're trying to spend a lot of time together. Is he a fan of Fixer Up or two? Yes. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that you want to bring your dad and that if you guys win, Nancy, you could have that shopping spray at Magnolia Garden. Oh, how nice. Ooh, that would be fun. It just seems like such a cool place to visit. And then add the holidays on top of that. And eating at the Magnolia Garden, or what is it, Magnolia Table? Oh, my word. Nancy, you could be winning that. And you could win that, too. Text the word WACO to 800-447-7234. What should we know about Magnolia Garden? I don't know that much about it, except for silos when I watch the show. Well, just that it's the dream of... Chip and Joanna Gaines and that they made it a reality. They turned something ugly like two old silos into 
a place a lot of people want to visit. Wait a minute. So they turned some... Jim, there's hope for you and I. Yes. Maybe <laughs> you can <laughs> turn... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Text the word Waco to 800-447-7234. See if you could win and how you can win the Merry and Bright Magnolia Christmas Experience from his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Josh's vision seemed to be getting pretty weak, and so his family thought... He's going to need glasses. Well, it turns out that Josh, this 15-year-old, after he was playing basketball and saw that his vision was getting weak and got tested, he has this progressive disease that no surgery or medication can treat. You see, Josh is going blind. And Josh is okay with it. I mean, he's 15. He's got a good head on his shoulders, even though this is going to happen to him. So all they want to do right now, the whole family, is to take in all the sights he can before his vision goes completely away. He loves baseball. He loves football. He wants to go to a couple of games. He wants to go see the mountains. He's never seen the ocean. He wants to see the ocean before his vision goes away. But there's one thing that's holding the family back, and you probably know what it is. Cash. And they don't really have all the finances to do everything that they want to do before his vision goes away so he can take in all the sights that he can. Well, it's been said, you really know who your friends are when you're going through a rough time. Let me tell you, this family has a lot of friends because they've impacted so many people in their lives. So there's this GoFundMe page that one of their friends put together for them. And Josh's dad told the Chicago Tribune how grateful they are for that. As soon as we started, you know, just talking about it, it was just amazing to find out how much our family is loved and respected in the community. Um, just the outpouring, um, not only, you know, monetary gifts that people are giving us, just the outreach, uh, the prayers, the phone calls, uh, the people just stopping by to, to check on us, uh, things like that. It's just been, just been amazing. The way that the community is getting behind Josh and his family is really cool. The GoFundMe page goal, $20,000. As of this morning, almost $40,000. Mm. It is just amazing to see. And he's going to be able to do what they want to do so he can take all the sights in. Yeah, they're going to get to see a lot with that m- amount of money. They sure are. <laughs> well, I know the feeling not of the GoFundMe page, but I mean of the community coming around you, the his radio community, uh, when I first got the cancer. So, yeah, I know it's, he's kind of speechless, even though he talked a lot, but he mm-hmm. couldn't find the words on how grateful he is. And that's a direct result because the impact this family makes and the impact that Jim Mann makes in this community. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's pretty impactful. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, you're being sarcastic, <laughs> but it's true, dude. I would never be sarcastic, Rob. <laughs> He's being sarcastic. Nope. How about being sarcastic? Amazing. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Welcome. I am glad you're here to celebrate Fat Bear Week. Fat Bear Week. It's happening in Alaska at a national park in Alaska where there is a competition on their Facebook page for the fattest bear. We're talking brown bear in that national park. So it was up between three. They did like this bracket series (laughs) through the whole thing. And and here's what it came down to this week. It came down to round rumped 32 chunk. That's the name of the bear. Uh, also with uh, Jelly Bellied Jumbo Jet 747 and then the very nice young lady brown bear 409 Bed Nose. 
The voting went all the way until last night. That was up against 747 and 409. And the winner, I'm pleased to announce, and the champion of Fat Bear Week 2018 is 409 Bednose. Congratulations! Right. 409 Bednose. Oh. I'll tell you, when I first heard this, I thought, oh, come on. What are you doing? And they said, no, 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 no. We're not fat shaming. This is a good thing for bears because bears have to get nice and big and plump so they can survive hibernation. I said, oh, well, that makes sense. And you can watch them, this is so cool, on a live feed. It's explore.org slash bear. You can watch Bears, them that's plural. No, you can watch oh. them before they go into hibernation. I was say, that's kind of boring. Yeah, it's, it's pretty boring right now because it's just a live cam of the brush and there's no bear just yet. Oh, no, there's one! Whoa! Dude. Oh, no! Is that the winner? The fatty? No, she's a lot more plump than that one. That's the loser. <laughs> yeah, that's Skinny. one of them. That could be 747 or 32 chunk. It's either one of the two. Oh, man. But you see them going after the uh, the salmon and everything, so they'll do shots of the river because they're really needing to plump up before hibernation, and that happens in a few weeks for these bears. Mm. Wow. Hibernation sounds so fun. Doesn't it? Fatten yourself up and sleep for a few months. Yeah, six Sign months. Sign me up. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. All week we've been reading The Year of Living Happy. It's Allie Worthington's new book, Finding Contentment and Connection in a Crazy World. And uh, one of the devotions I love, it, it It makes us think back to when we were just starting out in life. Do you remember that? <laughs> when life seemed like it was presenting you with limitless opportunities and possibilities. But now, maybe it feels as if you've already made your big life choices and you might have missed your window of opportunity. Let me assure you, it's never too late to start something new. Abraham was 75 years old when God called him to go to the land of Canaan and promised him offspring, while his wife Sarah, she wasn't much younger. And God didn't give them their firstborn until Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90. If we can learn one thing from Abraham, it's that God has adventure in your in every season of your life. He created you to know him, love him, and find your fulfillment and happiness in following the passions and dreams that he's given you. That's good stuff, isn't it? You can win a copy of The Year of Living Happy on the His Radio Instagram page. Just head there now and tag a friend. It makes you happy, and you'll be entered to win. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Words of wisdom from our producer, Jim Mann. That's all I've got. Words of wisdom. And this one is in football, the world of football. Oh, okay, do tell. One of my favorite players of all time is Peyton Manning. Because mm -hmm, he plays with class, he's very polite, he's respectful of his opponents and all that kind of stuff, and, and he's not too bad. In fact, he holds a lot of records. Um, he's beaten some of mine, <laughs> though I had none, but I mean, he had touchdown pass. He's number one in touchdown passes, AP MVP awards, Pro Bowl appearances, it goes on and on and on. So he's pretty good, this guy. Yeah, he's all right, but he's retired now. Oh. So, you know, he's living on a limited income. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Drew Brees, another good uh, quarterback who's still playing. Old guy, old, but uh, he's still How playing. Old he? He's yeah, I don't know, 20. <laughs> but uh, he uh, he just broke one of Peyton's records, and uh, Peyton 
great sense of humor because you've seen him in commercials and stuff like that. He's got dry sense of humor. He's hilarious. He makes fun of the fact that he's retired and he's just sitting around cooking and stuff like that. So he did this for Drew to kind of congratulate him and kind of make fun of himself. Drew, for a thousand days, I've held the record for all-time passing yards in the NFL. I gotta tell you, it's been the greatest a thousand days of my life. And thanks to you, that's over now. And you've ruined that for me. So thank you very much. I have nothing left to look forward to except slicing my tomatoes, making dinner for my family, putting together this wedge salad. <laughs> Very nice, Peyton. <laughs> That's funny. But then he goes on to be serious and congratulated them. And he even held up a picture of he and Drew in the old days when he, Peyton was just a couple years in the NFL and Drew was like a college uh, player. Yeah. So, yeah, they've been good friends for a long time. That's cool. And uh, so, yeah, and, and I like Drew. He's a, he's a good, strong uh, follower. Christ, and he always gives him all the praise every time they talk about it. And they have to air it because he's a great quarterback. So, yeah. Oh, and when he passed that record, you should have heard what Drew Brees was saying about his faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. It was really good. All on TV, which you got to like. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but oh, I no. held the uh, record for oh. most crunches in the seventh grade in a minute. Wow. Was it Cheetos? Were you crunching on Cheetos? No, sit-ups. Actually, it was sit-ups, not crunches. And I broke a very old record, and then someone broke my record the very next year. Oh, I'm sorry. So I feel his pain. Yeah. Did you do a video? I I will. It still haunts me. Felt like this for 365 days, and then all of a sudden, we're sorry. Maybe you can gain it back. I feel your pain, Peyton. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Lewis is an Army medic and quite the guy. He gives all the time. As a matter of fact, he was deployed to North Carolina to help with all the hurricane victims from Hurricane Florence. He just got back home, and when he went home in Charlotte, he found his house was looted. The back door was open. The dog was running around loose in the backyard. Most of his cherished possessions from his family completely stolen. Everything just about out of the house. And so somebody who really cared about him started this GoFundMe page for him and his family. And in 11 days, the $5,000 goal was tripled. Yeah, in 11 days, $15,000 came in. So the big question mark was, okay, $10,000 extra. What do you do with this? Buy more stuff? I mean, he could really do something with this. Now, he just needed $5,000, so he gave the $10,000 away. So he sent some of the money to the Soldiers and Airmen Assistance Fund to help out those men and women. And then he's giving some of the money to a soldier who began living in a hotel after a tree fell in his house during the hurricane. And those who are close to him will tell you that this is just who he is. He does a lot for everybody. He always wants to make sure that everyone else gets help. Isn't it nice that there are people in this world who actually think of others more than themselves? And so since he had access, he just took what he needed, which was the 5000 gave the rest of that $10,000 away. And he's living very modestly, so it's not like he, you know, has a real fancy house or Mm-mm. nice car or anything. And for him to give that away is a pretty amazing example. He could have bought a nice car with this. Yeah, absolutely. He chose not to. I like it when the people who are like make you disgusted, you know, looting somebody who's in a bad way in the first place, uh, and then it turns out. You know how great that person is how kind and how big their heart is 
it just kind of takes care of that nastiness. Yeah. What was meant for evil, God turned it out to be for good. More than just pretty voices. Let's talk Chick-fil-A. Who's ordered the grilled nuggets before? Let me see your hands. Show of hands, grilled nuggets. Last night we went through the drive-thru. Amy, that's what she ordered, my wife. All right. So you know the container they come in. Yeah. How would you describe it? Brick. Plastic. It's pl- actually, it's a nice container. You can use those things. Oh, the grilled nuggets. Yeah, Later, yeah. yeah. Little tub thing. Yes, grilled nuggets. Exactly. Well, you may look at those little boxes differently after I tell you about this Iowa man who collects them. I'm wait, from wait, Iowa, wait. so I have to. There's Chick-fil-A in Iowa? Yes. I know. Amazing. When I was growing up, the only one was in the mall. But now they've expanded. So anyway, this man in Iowa uses his leftover grilled nugget containers for a very special purpose. Ten years ago, I started raising butterflies. It is the perfect container to raise butterflies. You can pluck a leaf, you can put it in this container in a three week cycle. You can take an egg to a caterpillar, to a chrysalis in this one container and they stack up very nicely and they're easy to clean. It has vent holes on top. The monarchs will emerge and then we'll release them out in our yard and they'll fly away to raise butterflies. It's serving a higher good in my opinion. I'm upcycling, but it really has a great purpose in that I'm helping a creature make it. And now he has an excuse to order all the grilled nuggets he wants because he's got a greater purpose, right? The monarch butterfly could potentially be on the endangered species list. Oh, I didn't know that. So maybe more people will use their grilled nugget containers to help monarchs. Over the last decade, he has raised and released an estimated 3,000 monarch butterflies. Using these containers from Chick-fil-A? Yep. Really? That's amazing. That amazing? Wow, you think the butterflies thank him? Or are they, are they grateful at all? Um, yeah, sure. I think Chick-fil-A is. <laughs> yeah, he true. evidently orders a lot of chicken, grilled chicken nuggets for those mm-hmm. things. Do you think the butterflies have like a hunger for... For chicken? Yeah. Are you go, are you going down the road of hunger pains? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I have constant hunger pain. Mm-hmm. I thought so. I was trying to catch that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. If you know me at all, you know I love to talk about weddings. Mm, yes, you do. <laughs> he like crashes weddings. Oh, it's amazing. Every weekend. The buffets are great. Well, Chris and Kirsten, a young, lovely couple getting married. It's so precious. And uh, Kirsten is a Disney fan. She loves all the old movies and stuff yeah. like that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, the bride's father um, decided to surprise. It's always good to surprise the bride at a wedding. A good surprise, of course. And uh, this happened. He brought in the. Remember the movie, your favorite movie, Little Mermaid? Oh, I love that movie. Mm. I watched that with my daughter when she was a little baby, just about. Yeah, yeah. I saw you reenacting it when I passed her off. Oh, but I do that. I'm Sebastian. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, the voice of Ariel is Jody Benson, as yeah. you probably will. Oh, know. yeah, big fan. Mm-hmm. Well, he somehow got Jody Benson to crash the wedding Get and out. actually sing the song Part of Your World. Listen to that voice. No big deal. I want more. Wait, is that her at the wedding? Yes. Standing there in front, giving them a little concert. And of course, the bride's going crazy. The dad comes out with those Mickey Mouse hands that you can get at the park and stuff like that. Uh 
So obviously the family is a big Disney fan. Isn't that great? That's pretty awesome. The actual she, voice. She even has mermaid hair. She's got kind of orange long hair. Yeah. She's so pretty. Exactly. That's so great. And a voice to match. <sighs> what a yeah. special moment. It's a nice, nice wedding singer. That's a pretty cool <laughs> surprise that dad pulled that out of the pocket. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, now I gotta think of stuff for when my two girls, you know, have their weddings. Well, the connections you have, dude. Okay. Come on, you're gonna Rob pull something going cool to DJ off. It. Wow, <laughs> I can't wait. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jarrett Hux has opened his home to Hurricane Florence victims, which is amazing because his home happens to have 70 rooms. Wow. <laughs> it's actually the Midtown Inn and Cottages that he owns, and he's given away nearly a 1,000 free nights to people in his community. I said, come stay with me. Come stay at my house until you can go back to yours. Love thy neighbor, right? That's, that's what you're supposed to do. He's even welcomed people's pets. I mean, we're talking dogs, a tortoise, even a rescued baby squirrel named Mr. Squeakers. <laughs> and the community has also pulled together to meet the needs of anyone staying there. Uh, they've donated things like diapers for kids. They've given free haircuts. Uh, so far, Jarrett has given away about $50,000 worth of services, and now anybody that stays there gets three meals a day, too. Really? Yeah. Good night. This guy's really doing it well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all going to come back to him, though. Yeah, it doesn't go out in vain. Yeah. I remember when I gave my hotel away. Okay. Really? What kind another, of hotel was, a, was it? That was another dream I had. I'm was sorry. it? <laughs> you yeah. dream a lot. I've mm. noticed that. You have just <laughs> a, a phenomenal dreams. There you go. I sleep a lot. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Well, when, uh, what was her name? Stacy in Charleston, West Virginia. She went to get her mail. And instead of her mail, her usual bills and junk mail, all the stuff we all enjoy, she got a, a picture of a llama. A laminated picture of a llama. Really? Laminated uh -huh. llama. Laminated llama in the mailbox. And so apparently someone came along and paid her bills and left her with the gift of a laminated llama. Probably not, though. <laughs> so she's got cameras, you know, that all over the place. So she has a camera from her house that looks out to the mailbox. All this black truck came up and this lady um, kind of leaning out, taking mail out and putting something in. Could be a coincidence, but I think it was a laminated llama. And so when and when she called the police, the, the truck was like down the road a little bit, and uh, some very nice citizen said, "Hey, the police are looking for you," which is what you want to tell somebody. Oh. Like, so they they didn't say, "Oh, well, let's stick around." They kind of took off for some oh, reason. Oh man. <laughs> So uh, they, I don't think they found them yet, but it's kind of scary when that happens. But at least you got a laminated llama out of it. So they left a gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, someone approached and they said, oh, we're just handing out uh, wedding invitations. <laughs> Which there's no information. There's no <laughs> writing on this. That's an interesting wedding invitation. Oh, look, yeah. laminated llama. Must be a wedding somewhere. So yeah, I think they might not have been telling the truth. But uh, they said it's not the first time it's happened there. They said the trash can, which is up by the house, mm -hmm. someone took their trash. Oh. Didn't even leave a laminated llama. <laughs> That's horrible. Yes. So uh, <laughs> Stacy uh, was a little concerned. 
We don't know anybody that knows a llama personally, <laughs> and uh, definitely no one that would be giving us blank pictures of a llama as a wedding invitation. <laughs> she has good spirits. Hmm. Uh, what could this mean? I don't know. Llama. What it's is a strange llama signature card to steal mail and replace it with a laminated llama with in the sunglasses. Mailbox. With sunglasses with on. Sunglasses. Okay. So we can't even identify the llama. That that could have opened up a lot and the yes. investigation mm -hmm. on what's going on. Maybe a, it looks like a cop glasses. Maybe it's a, a laminated llama cop. Going, uh, going wrong. You're going too far. I am. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I thought everyone knew what a puggle was, and then one of our next gens, is that what we call him? We don't know next what to gen? call him anymore. He's a Y or something like that. Oh, oh he what? stepped out of the room. Yeah, he's some letter. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's being whatever he is right he now. He can't even find <laughs> yeah. the room again. <laughs> <laughs> taking a little break. Whatever's after millennials. Anyway, he said, what's a puggle? Oh and goodness. so I had to tell him it's a cross between a pug and a beagle. All right. So I want to tell you about a beloved 11-year-old missing puggle uh -oh. named Roscoe. He somehow got away from his house. His owner is 84-year-old Ken, who's recovering from a fall, and Ken's sons couldn't bring themselves to tell Ken that Roscoe was missing. So they just prayed, they hung up signs, they searched everywhere, hoping that Roscoe would return, and then this. All I could tell you is that it is a miracle. It's a miracle! Ooh. Roscoe was found! Yes. But... It's also a bit of a mystery uh -oh. because he was found in a very bizarre place, okay? It was an unused, fenced-off part of a water treatment plant. He was clinging to a pipe surrounded by an eight-foot pit of water, and he was just holding on so he wouldn't drown. I mean, picture this kind of overweight puggle. Uh -huh. don't, make, don't make fun. <laughs> guy like clinging to this big iron pipe in the middle of some dirty water like how did he get there no one knows but what we can tell you is all i could tell you is that it is a miracle sure is <laughs> and they are so happy to reunite roscoe with their elderly father and they they actually never told him that he was missing they just couldn't do it i hope they gave him a bath yeah, he probably needed a bath. Yeah, after that. Puggle. Oh, that puggle was in trouble. He just needed a snuggle. <laughs> oh, good job. Thank you. Okay. I like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, he's the rhyme master around here. Thank you. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. One of my fond memories growing up in Baltimore is uh, the Maryland State Fair. Because we live like less than a mile walking distance to the state fair. To drive actually took you longer to get there because you had to go opposite direction. And opposite. But that's beside the point. You were close enough to walk and you had fun as a kid. That's exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. And we, it's, it always happened around this time of year. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, you know, now as a grown up, it's like, eh, it's kind of cool. But as a kid, it's just a wonderland. But now we have the, uh, they have the uh, state fair in North Carolina starts tomorrow. Might be a little wet, I'm thinking. But it's still going to start. People are going to have a blast. And out of all the health foods that are there, which is where you go to eat healthy. Oh, yeah. Fair. Yeah, go to the Midway and boom. You mm -hmm. got it. 
uh, Rob always, uh, Pop, Rob always brings his uh, cooler and just stocks up on health food there, don't you? Mm. Oh, yeah, I bring it. And then John, uh, Jim, <laughs> usually helps me out. Well, I got Bring and Rob together, and he came out with Pop. So, but one of the uh, main health foods there this year, Bobby, is mm-hmm. uh, the unicorn bacon. Huh? What is that? Isn't that just rigged yeah. with health? Explain. Right it's bacon on a stick right there. You can't go wrong. Okay. Covered with frosting, which is another health benefit. Ew. And that's covered with cereal, fruity pebbles. So that you got your fruit, uh, and then you got your... How do I, how do I do the frosting? Yeah, protein. <laughs> What's the stick? It's the stick is a piece wood? of wood. Yeah. <laughs> That's you healthy. don't eat that part. That's your fiber. <laughs> so like a popsicle stick. Yeah. Okay, I get that now. All yeah. Right. Isn't it great? No, so that what? frosting covered bacon? What is wrong with you? You have that with your elephant ear? Yeah. Don't make fun of my ears. In bro. your in your eighty-eight ounce of uh cola? Mm. Oh wow. Well you get the diet. So mm. it all just kind of brings it all gotcha. back in. And the big old honking turkey leg. Yeah. And then you make your way over to the roundabout where it spins you at 80 miles an hour. Rob is dreaming already. Oh, yeah. He can't wait. And then there's a bag at the end of it that you got to hold up to you. The mini donuts. Are you going this weekend? <laughs> oh, yeah. South Carolina and North Carolina State Fairs are Yes, happening. yes. I'm going to get hit both of them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because they're so close by each other. And then the Maryland, I'm going to run up to the Maryland State Fair. Okay. Well, you you enjoy that. Thank you. Especially your unicorn thingy. Yes. Unicorn bacon.